Thank you for tuning in to Morning Moments with Pastor Bruce Goddard from Faith Baptist Church. We pray that this is a blessing to you. Welcome. Great to have a few minutes together today, and I'm certainly thrilled about what God's doing and uh, how he's blessed and done so much for us. What a great God we serve. What a great salvation. Over in Hebrews, it says, how shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation? And oh, let me tell you something. If you're saved, you have got the greatest thing imaginable as your possession. You may not understand it all, but I guarantee it is, and you're going to know more about it in the days to come. Uh, just a couple of quick minutes. I want to talk about these exciting days. Now, if you're a patriot, a conservative, even a clear-thinking human being, um, these could be discouraging, troubling days. What a mess our country is in the news, the media, everything around us is crazy. And, it, and it, sometimes it looks like evil is winning, but didn't it look like that as Jesus was arrested? Didn't it look like evil was winning as they beat him? Didn't it look like G the, the, the evil was winning when they nailed him to the cross and they threw his body in a tomb? And didn't it well, I sure looked like evil had won, but all oh, three days later, uh, there was no, there's no evil winning then. And I can tell you, we're going to be in Daniel two and Daniel seven in a minute. I can tell you, when Jesus comes again, um, everybody's going to know who the winner is. And I'd suggest you pick your side now. Just decide whose team you're on, and um, you pick the side that's right. And it may be difficult because you're in an evil world, and God, for whatever reason, has given evil some liberty. And we're going to trust that God knows knows what's going on. But, you know, you you think about the people screaming about uh, abortion, my body, my choice, I can do what I want with my body, but they sure don't feel that way when it comes to getting a vaccination. Uh, that's my body or my children. I'll talk about that maybe another day. But, uh, I, you know, I know more, I know of more medical problems that have came come because of vaccinations than I do because of COVID. Um, a lot of people get sick, but I've never known a year when people didn't get sick. Well, they call it the flu season, and I'm not a doctor. You know that, and I'm not trying to give anybody medical advice. I'm just telling you what I think, and um, in my experience, um, in, in our church, we I don't know that we had one person die because of COVID. We had one person die a week after they got their vaccination. They were healthy and fine. They got a vaccination. Five, six days later, they they died of a blood clot. Now, and, I, and I'm, I'm just, it's just an observation. Uh, we had a whole bunch of people got sick, a bunch of people got better. And uh, you might have had some dear loved one die of COVID, and, and I'm not making light of that. But um, every year we have funerals. Every year we have dear loved ones that, that, that die. I buried my dad a few years ago. And um, I'm sure you've had people die over the years. I just know this, um, that, um, that there's something crazy going on. And, um, and that's just the double standard, the inconsistency. And, and so the important thing is what's going on in society. And, um, it, it, you know, who is it that's making these medical decisions? Is it, is it the multi-billion dollar pharmaceutical companies or is it China who owns the pharmaceutical companies? Perhaps, I don't know that. Um, but I've heard rumors they're heavily invested in them and Who's making the decisions about what happens to the January 6 people who, who uh, were involved in whatever they were involved in? And, and how come they uh, uh, had forfeited all of their normal constitutional rights or right of attorney in a speedy trial and all those things? Hey, they got none of that stuff. And so these could be discouraging days. But let me tell you something. That's where we are in Daniel 7 and Daniel chapter 2. Um, I want you to understand the idea that politicians would intentionally weaken America. Well, it makes sense if you understand 
that the devil hates freedom, that communism hates freedom, that socialism hates freedom, that tyranny hates freedom, that the wealthy who want to rule the world, they hate freedom. They don't want you to have freedom. The, 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 peop, the people who are rich, they don't want to just drift around and be rich. They, wanna, they want power. They want authority. They want to rule. And um, whether it be a Hitler or a Mussolini or whether it be a Saddam Hussein or whether it be some of our liberal leaders in America or the big multi-billionaire people, there's folks who want to run the world. They think they know more than everybody else. And the fact that a Hitler wanted to get rid of certain types of people is no different than people today who also would do their best to get rid of certain types of people. Now, this whole thing, I want you to understand something. Jesus is coming again, and there is going to be, prior to his return, uh, there's going to be a one-world government, a one-world economy, a one-world, I believe it's going to have to be a one-world medical. I think medic, medicine, looking at it now, who would have guessed that 20 years ago? But I think medicine might be the thing that unifies everything through the World Health Organization or some organization like that. I think we're going to have uh, religion squashed because you know how bad religious people are. And we, we spread disunity. And, um, and there's so many different religions. And, oh, we got all this problem being caused by religious people. And, oh, I can tell you, um, uh, the, the, old, the old wicked one, he's a planner. And he knows what's going on. But let me tell you something. I know what's going on. And uh, Nebuchadnezzar in Daniel chapter 2, well, most of you know this, but I'm just reminding you. Nebuchadnezzar had a dream. He got to Daniel. Daniel's interpreting the dream. It's this big statue. And each a part of the body of the statue represented a different kingdom. Uh, the the uh, Babylonian Empire, the Medo-Persian Empire, and the Roman and the Grecian Empire, and on and on. Until it gets to the end of time, the end times when there's going to be a conglomerate of nations. And, and he talks about that statue. And in verse 33 of Daniel 2, the legs of iron, the feet part of iron and part of clay... And uh, so that's that conglomerate of a world power where these things unite, could be United Nations, could be World Health Organization, who knows what it was, but it's something going to happen. And then Jesus shows up, verse 34, thou sawest till the stone that was cut without hands, smote the image in his feet that were of iron and clay and break them in pieces. Then was the iron, the clay, the brass, the silver, the gold broken in pieces together and, and became like the chaff of the summer threshing floor and the wind carried them away and no places found for them. And the stone that smote the image became a great mountain filled the whole earth. Now that's, that's talking about Jesus coming again and taking that world power, that unified world authority and smashing it. When we, when, the, when we see the Lord come again, it's not going to be a democracy. It's not going to be a republic. It's going to be a theocracy and Jesus Christ will rule, and if you read the scriptures, he's going to rule with a rod of iron. Now go to Daniel chapter 7, and uh, we see over in Daniel 7, verse 20, um, 22. Now this is similar to telling about the kingdoms that are coming, prophesying future kingdoms, and there's goats and beasts that come up from here and there. And in, uh, in verse 21, I beheld in the same horn made war with the saints and prevailed against them. Now these, this is tribulation time. So this isn't the believers, the New Testament church saints. This is the, the tribulation saints. These are, these are Jews that have turned to Christ. And verse 22, until the ancient of days came and judgment was given to the saints of the Most High. You that are oppressed, let me tell you something, judgment will be given. You will be judged properly by the King of glory. And don't you fret over when it looks like evil's triumphing. Jesus is going to give judgment to his people. 
He's going to take care of his own. Now, he, for whatever reason, it's all his business. He may be teaching us uh, patience or love or faithfulness, whatever. He may, be, he may be helping us relate to the suffering he went through on this earth. And certainly our Savior went through terrible suffering, and it might be some of the hurt that you face today. It's just the Lord saying, do you understand how much I went through for you? Just that we could relate to the wondrous love of God. I have no idea. But one day, judgment was going to be given to the saints of the Most High in the middle of verse 22. And the time came, and the saints possessed the kingdom. Now, that's that earthly kingdom. If you were in church, so whenever I taught on the last of covenants, June 8th, that Wednesday night, I believe it was, I talked about there's a heavenly new Jerusalem, there's an earthly old Jerusalem. The earthly Jerusalem is the earthly kingdom where the Jews and the heavenly Jerusalem, the new Jerusalem where the saints will live, the bride of Christ. And uh, you can mix those up and get the wrong verse in the wrong place. You can sure mess your theology up. But um, there's this kingdom and uh, this wonderful kingdom and, and the saints of God are going to possess the, 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 the tribulation saints, the earthly saints are going to possess that earthly kingdom. And uh, there's so much in there. But I want you to understand um, verse 27 of Daniel 7 and the kingdom and dominion and greatness of the kingdom under the whole heaven shall be given to the people of the saints of the Most High, whose kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and all dominion, dominions plural, shall serve and obey him. There's going to be a whole lot of folks on earth, and they're going to serve Jesus Christ. You and I, we get to reign and rule with Christ from that heavenly Jerusalem. There's a whole lot more about that. But here's a point um, these are exciting days. Never in the history of the world that we're aware of, has there been a time when world global influence has been so tied? I can go in the Philippines. Um, I've gone to, in Manila, put my my debit card in an ATM machine, and it pops up the balance in my account. Of course, you 40 pesos to the dollar. It looks like I'm a millionaire. And um, instantly, around the globe, our banking systems are tied together. And instantly, credit cards are used around the globe. And there's so much information, and and uh, one world government, that's so realistic today. One world economy, one world rule, whether it be through NATO or through the United Nations or, oh, all these different things. It doesn't matter. I just know this. The devil is working to empower governments and to overthrow freedom. And, of course, in doing so, he's overthrowing the gospel and overthrowing the church and uh, and Jesus is just sitting back saying, I am going to squash you like a fly under a fly swatter. And, um, oh, look, the people of God, relax. It is going to get gooder and gooder. And it, But before it gets gooder, it could get bad, <laughs> badder and badder. But, oh, trust him today. Read his book. Love him. Be patient. And I know there's some hurt. There's some people facing burdens that are, they never dreamed they'd have such burdens. And, uh, and, I, and sometimes I think maybe the burdens you have or I have are just so we will remember our friends who are hurting and keep a tender heart toward people. You know, if everything in my life was good, it would be harder for me to be compassionate. And so let's love people. Let's be good to them. And, uh, and let's love our God. And uh, like John, the last words of your Bible, even so come Lord Jesus. Where do those words come from? He's banished to the island of Patmos. He's seen the second coming, the tribulation. He's seen the new kingdom set up, and he comes out of that vision. He looks around. He's on a big old rock out in the middle of the Mediterranean Sea in this miserable world, beaten. He's been beat up and 
in prison for preaching the gospel, and his body's a wreck, and around him is a wreck, and he just looked up to heaven and said, just let her come, Jesus. You just come back, and he is coming. You can trust him. You can lean on it. Uh, that day will come. Hey, until then, let's be faithful. Love the Lord with all your heart. Love his book. Love his people. Don't, don't let this devil get you fussing at the people of God. And love his church. What a privilege that we could be a part of God's great, great family. God bless you. Have a great day. We'll talk to you again another day. 